0: course, we not only heard a lot about tariffs during the Trump years, we saw President Trump impose, literally, uh, impose tariffs on literally hundreds of billions of dollars worth of Chinese goods that normally enter this country every year. And some of those tariffs hit the 25% level, and they had a major impact on... Damping down competition from China and giving US based manufacturers, including in Akron, great new opportunities to sell their products to American customers. And it was a major boost for US based manufacturing. Well, along comes President Biden, and when he first got elected, he said he was going to keep those Trump tariffs in place, mainly because they gave American negotiating leverage with China, with which we could address our other grievances, and that makes perfect sense. He did say that if China's behavior changed, um, he might reduce some of those tariffs, but that's as far as he went. Well, lo and behold, you know, about a year and a half later, we find, we find, the US economy dominated by raging inflation and all of a sudden we're hearing from not only Biden administration advisors but the president himself well we're thinking about reducing some of those china tariffs in order to fight inflation unfortunately that's complete nonsense economically speaking and the main reason is there are so many reasons i hope we can get into a few more but the main reason is that is that these tariffs um are such a small percentage of the whole U.S. economy, and such a small percentage of what Americans buy every year, when we total up all goods and all services, that they simply don't move the needle on prices. Um, and so, this argument that that consumers would get a valuable break if only some of those of those Trump Chinatowns were cut, it's completely bogus
1: alan i wanted to get into the area where you opened it up on pertaining to the tariffs and that was the impact it would have on domestic manufacturing from companies and such Uh, through you into this and the research into the tariffs and what we were able to do domestically as far as business did we get those results
0: we got pretty good results um we have to remember that for literally decades before Trump came into office, U.S. based manufacturers all over the country were faced with what I called predatory Chinese competition. Chinese competition that had nothing to do with free market forces, whatever, because the Chinese used various schemes from manipulating their currency to subsidizing their industries to stealing American intellectual property to dumping products here. At, at, at way below production costs that gave them huge advantages over their u.s. based counterparts again for reasons having nothing to do with free trade or free markets and the trump tariffs made a big change in that picture it it, it was hoped at first that they would encourage a lot of multinational companies to bring factories back to the u.s we didn 't see that much of that. We saw some of that to be sure. We did see lots of companies moving production out of China to various other very low cost countries like Vietnam and like Mexico, but not so much back to the u s but the help that was given to what 's left of the u s manufacturing base, which is enormous we 're talking about uh, we 're talking about uh, uh, about trillions of dollars of output each year, the help given to those companies that stayed at home was very significant. And we see the main proof of this in the fact that during the entire period when the whole economy and, of course, Americans health-wise have been struggling with the COVID pandemic, U.S. based manufacturing has held up remarkably well. It's been the best performing sector, excuse me, the best performing sector of the economy by far in terms of maintaining production and maintaining employment. And that's got to be due to the fact that these companies are no longer facing so much of that predatory Chinese competition.
1: Alan, one thing that you and I have talked a lot about in the last 15 years is the currency manipulation by China affecting their trade imbalance and how it favored them. And I thought maybe you could go back down that road and do a re-education for the listeners. Oh, I'd be
0: happy to. Uh, The problem with... With a country like China manipulating its currency and and it's it 's important to remember that most national economies around the world enable their currencies to be traded very freely, um, so their values tend to fluctuate according to how well investors feel that national economy is doing. China is a big fat exception. the Chinese government controls the prices at which foreigners and Chinese themselves can buy and sell their own currency. So when the Chinese government keeps its yuan, that's the name of the currency, when it keeps the yuan artificially cheap, it means that goods made in China can be sold much more cheaply than goods made in the... U.S. or than goods made in any other foreign country. Um, And that's been the case for much of the last roughly 25 years. Uh, The Chinese did let their currency rise in value that is strengthened against the u.s. dollar to some degree more recently largely because they were hoping that their currency could start to challenge the u.s. dollar as what's called the world's reserve currency that is to say the currency that most international transactions are actually conducted in um, and they 've had limited success there they 've had some, but in about since early March, because the Chinese economy has run into such troubles in part because of a mammoth property bubble that they permitted to inflate that they 've now somehow got to deal with, um, the Chinese have gone down that devaluation road again, and in fact, when it comes uh, in fact versus the U.S. dollar. The yuan has lost nearly 8% in value since early March. That is a tremendous move down. And again, it's going to give Chinese goods artificial price advantages over their U.S.-made counterparts, both in China and in this market. And that's one other reason why it's absolutely crazy for President Biden to even be talking about giving the Chinese tariff breaks.
1: Alan, one other question that we have time for this morning. We could go on and on here, but we COVID, the last couple of years, and getting back to manufacturing stuff. Then you couple that with the uh, product chain and the supply chain shortage and everything. And then you have a war going on in the Ukraine. And now we have inflation slash, and many people are looking at that word recession. You've been writing on certainly economic standards for so many years. How do you look at where we are right now in the country as far as inflation goes and how concerned are you about a recession? I I unfortunately
0: think that we're going to be seeing uh, continued historically high inflation, and of course we're talking about four-decade highs, uh, for at least the next several months before it starts coming down. One reason that, that that scenario makes sense to me is that not only have retail prices been soaring, but wholesale prices, the prices that businesses charge one another in order to turn out the products and, and services that they eventually sell consumers. Plus of course we have a problem on the energy front, uh and that's an enormous input for all US based companies, uh to which there's really no end in sight, again for several months and unfortunately again The only way that I can see inflation coming down uh, to any significant extent is if the Federal Reserve raises interest rates so high that it kills consumer demand, which, which, which in turn will reduce business demand and which will slow economic growth dramatically and possibly get the economy into recession. Important to remember that if we start growing at, let's say, 1% or 2%, even though that's not a recession technically, it's too darn close, and it might as well be.
1: Alan, great visit with us this morning, my friend. Thanks for carving out some time on a busy morning. Love what you're writing and piecing together again. Check it out. He's an independent blogger. He is the founder of Reality Check. Reality Check. C H E K. You can check him out all the time. Alan Tunnelson. Alan, thanks for the visit. Good talking with you again.
0: Oh, my pleasure is always.